Welcome to the Cut Up Crew Podcast. We are your bi-weekly dose of sports and entertainment chatter, hosted by Huck, Rain, and Tyler. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube, and thank you for watching and listening. And now, it's time for the show. Take it away, fellas. What's yeah. good, What's good? What's, What's poppy, y'all? <laughs> Episode two, we made it. Uh, made yeah, it I mean, all the butterflies are gone now, so I feel yeah. much better. I think so. And, uh, you know, since, uh, you know, episode one, we've had some some cool things, you know, happen over the last uh, couple weeks. Um, uh, we, uh, we, we're we now going to be featured on um, the SMG podcast network. That's uh, which so is cool. Pretty, pretty awesome for us. Um, proud, proud to be a part of that. Um, and you'll be able to catch us on there every Sunday at 4 p.m. Um, all of our new episodes um, every other Sunday, um, just like they are going to be uh, uh, regularly um, on the SMG Podcast Network. Uh, so we're pretty pumped, pretty pumped for that. Um, and then the other the other cool thing that happened was uh, the partnership with uh, with BarkBox. Uh, BarkBox, pretty cool. Um, we're, we're, we're with BarkBox now. Um, you can go with BarkBox now and, and you can go to uh, www.barkbox.com backslash uh, the cut up crew pod. Um, you sign up for a, a six month or 12 month subscription. Uh, you can get a free month on us, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but guys, um, I'm super excited for this show. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. A lot of cool things happened in uh, the sports world, um, mainly the wrestling world um, that we really oh. want to tackle, tackle uh, tonight. Um, a lot of cool AEW stuff, um, SummerSlam, obviously. Um, but uh, if we're, if we're going to start somewhere, I, I think we should, uh, should catch up with a few things. Um, uh, the biggest thing being college football uh, got started uh, this, this past weekend. Um, and, and, and a big announcement that happened um, shortly before the season started was – um, you know, Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC, um, and they're going to be joining the SEC in uh, the 2025-2026 season. Um, and the other conferences um, didn't seem to like that. You know, the Big Ten, uh, the ACC, uh, Pac-12, uh, they didn't seem to like that. And they announced um, uh, shortly before um, the first week of the season that they were going to have an alliance, uh, 41 programs in all, uh, wow. joining them. Um, and uh, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren uh, was quoted um, that it's not about getting out of the out of the, the current contracts that they're in or blowing anything up with, uh, you know, the SEC. I guess he was referring to. Um, it's about honoring the existing contracts, but also building relationships between these three like-minded conferences um, as we want to look forward from a scheduling standpoint to see if there's opportunity to build unique games that will come together. 
Um, it says we're really at the beginning stages of this. What I take from that is the SEC is bullies. They're making this super conference, um, and we don't like it. So we're going to band together. We're going to kumbaya, and we're going to make sure that you know we just don't play the SEC anymore, and they can go play by themselves. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of powerhouses that in 2025 that's going to be in that conference. Oh my god! Yeah, you're, you're going to have you know six, uh, 16 teams now in that conference. Uh, mm-hmm. You have Oklahoma and Texas joining, but you still have Georgia, you have Alabama, you have Florida, you have Texas A&M, you have LSU, you have Auburn. I mean, those those are the top teams um, in the conference, and and that's just in football. You know, I mean, if, if you go to other sports, you know, and in basketball, you know, you have, you know, Oklahoma and Texas joining. I mean, those are those are storied basketball programs. Baseball, yeah. even more. You know, it's it's uh, uh, softball, you know, Oklahoma and Te- Oklahoma just won the softball um, World Series or uh, uh, for uh, women's softball. Um, they won the uh, college uh, national championship for women's softball um, this year and. And now they're joining the SEC. It's uh, it's 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 a big deal, um, and I get why the other conferences would be upset, but I I think it's silly to insinuate, and they didn't go out and say it, but insinuate that they don't want to play with the SEC anymore. Um, they're going to honor you know the current scheduling that they have, but they want to see what they can do with. The teams that aren't in the SEC, basically. I'm looking forward to some of the matchups, like a Texas LSU football. That would be that would be sick. Yeah, uh, a Oklahoma Oklahoma Georgia game. You know, you, mm-hmm. games you usually look forward to happening in a bowl games. You might get them in the regular season. So from that standpoint, yeah, you, I, I, I tune in. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's good. I. <clears throat> I, I can see from an out if, but I'm an SEC fan. I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big Gator. I'm a big Gator fan. So I, I, I love the fact so that sorry. I, <laughs> I love that, that, you know, Oklahoma and Texas want to come play ball in, in the SEC. Cause I think it's the best conference. Uh, but, you know, if I'm, if I'm a, a fan of a team in the ACC, um, I, I get it. Or if I'm a big 10 fan, Pac-12 fan, I, I get it because you're seeing a conference that that's won so many national championships over the last 20 years, um, just get better and better um, with with more teams, and it's uh it's it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. You know the, the 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 TV contracts run out in 2023. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, there's going to be new TV revenue made. Um, I, I feel like that's that's when teams can decide whether they want to, you know, go to a different, you know, conference or not. Eventually, depending on how well their conference negotiates their TV rights, you know, with a with a new new network. Um, so, you know, Texas A&M and or Texas and Oklahoma know that the SEC is going to be you know, on CBS and, and they already have their own network in the SEC network. They know what they're getting um, with the SEC. 
Um, it's it's you know we'll, we'll we'll see. So in 2023, I think it's a big turning point. That there's also talk of the 12 12 team uh, college football playoff that's going to come. Um, that could be a, a big turning point too for college football. Um, but but that's that's years you know a few years down the road. College football is starting you know this week. Um, and and Huck, I know you're you're a, a big Clemson fan. Um, yeah, uh, total different comments to the ACC, obviously, but um, <clears throat> the SEC has been uh, dominant for many, many years uh, outside of uh, for the past few years. Our other South Carolina team, uh, I think now we're about six or seven zero ahead of that other South Carolina team. Uh, but they're also before Steve Spurrier left, uh, you know, the Gamecocks were were part of that uh, conference that was very powerful. Now they and, and other sports, they're still powerful. They haven't quite gotten it together over in the football, but, you know, we're we're rooting for them. But, I, you know, I, I'm not angry about it. I mean, this I, I hate to say it, but this is typical SEC. So to me, I'm, I'm kind of uh, OK with it. You know, I think the Tigers are going to do all right this year. Uh, I'm I'm not mad. I think uh, Georgia is going to go home with another loss next week. So I'm ready. Well, I, I for your sake, I hope they do because I I can't I can't stand <laughs> oh. Georgia. So, uh, however, the, the, the rich the rich get richer in the SEC. That's that's the way I always say. That's um, true. But we had some we have some good top twenty five matchups. You know, this was first week coming up. Right. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have number four Ohio State taking on Minnesota. Uh, we're gonna have Alabama is gonna be playing Miami. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good one. Of course, Clemson's gonna be playing Georgia. Uh, Notre Dame gonna be playing Florida State. That should also be a pretty come good on, one. Come on, Notre Dame. Uh, I, I guess maybe. I'll, yeah, yeah. Um, top twenty-five though so far. I don't know if you guys have checked it, but the top twenty-five this year. I just found this out earlier today. Number one is Alabama. Two is Oklahoma. Three Clemson. Four Ohio State. Five Georgia. Six Texas A&M. Shout out to Rain there. Seven is Iowa State. Eight is Cincinnati. Nine is Notre Dame. Ten, North Carolina. Eleven, Oregon. Twelve, Wisconsin. Thirteen, Florida. Hello, Tyler. Fourteen, <laughs> Miami. Hello again. Southern California is 15. Sixteen is LSU. I, I didn't expect them to see them so low, but, you know. Make Seventeen hard. is Indiana. Eighteen is Iowa. Nineteen, Penn State. Twenty, Washington. Twenty-one, Texas. Twenty-two is Coastal Carolina. We we don't we don't really pay attention to them. Twenty three is Louisiana, Utah, and twenty five is Arizona State. That's your top twenty five so far. Yeah, I'm gonna now, I'm gonna be in Gainesville, well, uh, Gainesville um, for uh, for for the uh, Florida Florida Atlantic game. It's gonna be a great time, um, and I'm excited for college football to get started back. Um, there's nothing better than, than Saturdays. Um, watching some college football, and then when you know when we you know once college football starts, 
NFL is just right around, right around the, corner. the corner. Yes, sir. Right around. Well, the I'm excited that you guys are excited about the NFL. I'm tickled over here for the NCAA football season to get kicked off. I stated last week I wasn't a big NFL fan, but you boys, maybe, and I'm speaking directly to Rain here when I say this, maybe you boys will win a championship this year. That's right. I <sighs> got to watch, got to watch my, uh, my Bengals uh, bungle it up against the Dolphins in their last preseason game. It was great. It's good times. It's like, it's like you know, the more things change, the more they just stay the same. That's so true. You know? <laughs> if my Cowboys but, can go eight um, and eight, I'll be fine. Bro, if they if they equal out at five hundred, I'm gonna be so happy for you. I'll be I'll be fine for them. Yeah, I'm the afraid. Cowboys, the Cowboys, Jerry Jones. You know what he needs to do? Leave. He need no. He <laughs> needs to. He needs to open up that wallet. Yeah. He needs to uh, make it rain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in this I don't know what I was doing. I was doing finger guns. I mean, you hit the Carlton Banks perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we know a lot of athletes, the athletes in the professional world, they get paid a lot of money, a lot of money. And sometimes that goes into retirement. So on today's section of Making It Right, we're going to talk about some of the players who are still getting paid by, by teams who are no longer in the league. And we're going to start off with the man who made this famous. We're going to start off with Bobby Bonilla. Bobby July Bonilla. 1st. July 1st, Bobby Bonilla, since 2001, has received one almost $1.2 million a year and will continue to receive $1.2 million a year from the Mets until the year 2035. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. That's, he is the spokesperson on walking into a messed up situation and benefiting from it. Yeah. So it, it, it has gotten to the point now where the new owner of the Mets has wanted to, to globally celebrate July 1st as Bobby Bonilla Day and have him come to the to the to the field and say something. Like he's a celebrity. Like Bobby Bonilla was great when he played with Florida. Because I believe the year he was there, him and Gary Sheffield and Randy Johnson and all them boys, they won the World Series that year. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Bobby Bonilla for continuing to get paid up until he's seventy-two years old. Yeah, making it rain to the seventies. Ching 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 ching, going to the clubs every day. Lou Alding, who uh, Tyler knows very well. That's a, name I, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Uh man, you know I had to. Lou Alding, who is a in his prom was a top. Top twenty-five player in the NBA in his prime. I, 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 I give you that. Okay, I, I, he was he was a really good. He was he was a good small forward. Yeah, he he, he, that, he that, that Bulls that Bulls squad was was solid. Oh, the the Derrick Rose, the Joe Kim mm-hmm. Noahs, Luop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect squad, perfect team. Uh, they just couldn't get over the hump. But that's what happens when when, when super teams. We're we'll getting to that at another time. 
Yeah. <laughs> Luol Deng has not played since 2018, the 2018-2019 season. And a lot of the reason the Lakers aren't able to capitalize on their free agent moves is because they're still paying Luol Deng $5 million up until the end of next season. Wow. I, I didn't know that. Let's uh let's so he he'll he'll be making more than Carmelo. He'll be making more than Dwight Howard. He'll be making a majority more than, of our team this season. A majority of the team and he gets paid to sit at home like they paid him to go away. Yeah, it, he should have got a ring. He should have got one of those Mickey Mouse rings that we got when we won the, you know, <laughs> the the ring in the, the at Disney. I mean, it, it Shout out to Luol Deng for He's making it rain. The squad. Hey, but you know what? It's even what it's it's a contract out there. This is the last one I'll get into. It's a contract out there that's worse than Luol Deng's. It's a contract out there. It's I'm not gonna say it's worse than Bobby Bonilla, but it's up there. And it goes to my good the one of the greatest centers of all time in the NBA, Joe Kim Noah. Oh God. He was he was amazing at Florida. I love Bobby. that guy. Yeah, he was even great his first couple of years in Chicago. He was. Free throw shot was horrible, was horrendous, but you know, he, he played some great defense. Um the same day as Bobby Bonilla Day, July first, the New York Knicks signed Joe Kim Noah to a four year, sixty million dollar contract. Get paid, homie. And paid him to walk away from the team and no team repaid him. So for the for the last Three, four seasons, he has been making about $4.3 million to sit at home, which ends not this season, but the season after next. Wow. That's just, it's, it's a, <laughs> you, there, there's nothing to say about that. <laughs> like, there is. I mean, it's like, man, some people, you know, you just, I don't understand. I just know what? that that Florida squad, <laughs> that Florida squad, two thousand six, two thousand seven. There was some, you know, there was some, there was some guys on there that were probably making it rain back back in college. I, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, you know, Joe Kim Noah is is making it rain with that four million, you know, and not having to, do it to work for it. Hey, but what if I told you that? Um... We might be on the verge of having a third splash brother. Hmm. Really? A third so, splash brother. A third splash brother. You know what? Um I might Steph and uh Steph and Seth might be calling this man Papa. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than the certified lover boy, hip hop icon. Some would say and call him the greatest of all time. Drizzy Drake is at it again as he is in the middle. <laughs> He is in the middle of a divorce scandal between the Currys. What? Oh man! Rumor has it, and you know, we rumor—it's just a rumor. Uh, Drake does have tendencies to do stuff like this. Um, yeah. He um, he is the reason that Papa Papa Curry and Mama Curry are separated, and he has dived. And they're saying that he has splashed himself. Right into that, keep it PG thirteen. He splashed himself into that family. Trophies, all right. Trophies, trophies for real. So he uh, he's basically he's basically showing uh, Miss Curry 
that he can also um, sink into a uh, hole, I guess. I mean, he, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's showing that uh, Miss Curry wants to pick up that hotline bling. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, apparently man. Steph, uh, you know, can can uh, make it all net, but he can't make it all net in the bedroom. Apparently, or at least Drake maybe does a little bit better. So well, well, we'll see what we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, this divorce, if this man. divorce that they're talking about is going to be worth some money. Now is it? it hold on, I don't want to be spreading fake news around. Is it, this is a real thing, right? Because I haven't heard nothing about this. Is this a rumor? Oh, yeah, man, it's it's been all it's been on all hip hop sites. It was on Yahoo. Oh, it was wow. on TMZ. And you know when uh, it gets TMZ, it's TMZ. It's real. It's real. It's real. Yeah, it's definitely TMZ. Okay, I didn't know. Like I said, I'm I'm out of touch in in some areas. So uh, yeah, I mean it's crazy. But it's crazy because a couple of weeks ago he was. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the high school basketball player Mikey Williams. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, no, I, I take that back. It wasn't Mikey Williams. It was actually LeBron James's son's teammate, and Drake took his mom out on a date, and their date was at Dodger Stadium. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> he rented what? out Dodger Stadium, and then gifted the boy an OVO owl chain. Wow, <laughs> Drake, Drake out here for uh, finessing all the ladies. Who was that? Uh... Nah, he was he was in a rap battle a couple years ago. The guy that got uh, killed in the car, who was that? That they shot him in the car, and and they said that Drake's lyrics were like direct towards that. X X X Tentacion. Of course. Well, look at I didn't know. Calm down. Uh, well, shout out to shout out to the rest. Shout out to the family of X X X Tentacion and his fans. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Do you really think his family's going to listen? But nonetheless, I'm thinking that. My point is that Drake is out here like Casino, the Godfather. I don't think anybody really wants to fuck with Drake. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're not gonna fuck with him, Drake. You you've made it to the top. No Degrassi. <laughs> Little Jimmy yeah. and Dill Del Curry over here. Getting, getting more pissed off than fucking corner three. Boom. <sighs> How about we play a little old school double dribble? Okay, but no stupid ass shots from the corner because that's a glitch in the software. Game on! All right, bring it up to court. And corner three! No, no, that's what I'm talking about. Steal! Up corner three! All right, here we go. I got something cooking. Up, oh, you dropped something. I'll head over in this direction. Corner three! It's a route, it's a blow up. It's some bull crap. Couple nice passes there. Hey! See? Competitive ball game. What should I do? Pass and then go up. And corner to great! And corner to great! I just, before we get started, I do know who he was. I just slipped my mind of who he was. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I'm going to start this we'll off since I'm out. getting pissed we'll off now. We'll, we'll take it back. We'll edit it out. You're trying to calm me down. Stop it. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell y'all, man. Don't make me laugh because I'm serious about this. This is serious. This is serious. This is some right, serious right. itch. What's, what's, what's pissing you off this week, man? Look, all right. Now, a lot of these kids now, a TikTok is a major thing. I love it. You guys love it. But a lot of these influencers out here, I'm thinking – 
shouldn't have the platform that they definitely deserve. Uh, because I don't know if you guys follow her, but I followed her for a while there, but I always thought something was suspicious about her. Uh, she's major on TikTok. She's got around 3 million followers. You you see her in the For You page all the time. Uh, she became a kind of a feminist activist. Uh, she used to go by Pokey Princess, uh, but now uh, due to legal issues, she's Digital Princess. And then I, I've this is an influence I'm, I'm thinking needs to be canceled off TikTok. But let, let me tell you what happened here. I got some notes here on my phone. I'm gonna basically tell give y'all the tea here of what's been going on with this yeah, with this lady. Me with the tea. All right. She's also on YouTube. She's also on Twitch. She's a streamer, of course. Um, she's gathered quite a large following, as I mentioned, online. Uh, I think her Twitch currently has around 60,000 followers. I mean, that's, that's pretty big. Uh, she previously went viral for being sued by Nintendo. That's why she changed her name to, uh, from Pokey Princess over to Digital Princess. She was sued and, and it, it, it got, she made a YouTube video about the incident. It blew up, got 200,000 views on, on YouTube. Um, it, like I said, she ended up having to change her name over all that, and everybody was like, "No, stay, Pokey Princess." And apparently, she made like, you know, shirts and everything memorabilia to try to get them out there, and and she had she lost money or something to get them switched back over. I don't know; it was a mess. Anyway, according to court documents and a mugshot that surfaced online on August twenty seventh. Digital Princess was allegedly arrested after leaving her child alone. Her five-year-old, apparently autistic child alone in her Fort Myers home that she had just moved there over the last few weeks. The documents claim neighbors became worried and the authorities were phoned and from there an arrest was made. Apparently, Police couldn't get a hold of her for quite some time. It didn't really say if it was hours or several minutes, but quite some time. When she did finally arrive on the scene, she was dressed up. And before I go on with this, she was dressed up looking like, you know, she had been out for a night on the town. Now, ladies, I know a lot of you are empowered and feel want to sit in your couch and watch TV dressed up. So nothing against you, but of the police are going to look at that situation and be like, okay, right. Anyway, she reported to the police that she had left to go to the store to get laundry detergent. When officers asked if they would see, see her on the security camera at the store, she seemed panicked. Not only that, but the detergent was half full. She then blamed it on her anxiety for lying to the police. She released a TikTok stating the following. Hi guys, I just wanted to come on here and say, I do see your comments. I do see your concerns. I am not trying to hide or avoid the situation. For those of you who know how legal stuff works legally, I am only allowed to say so much regarding it. 
She then shortly deleted that TikTok as the police report was then, of course, released. And obviously, we all can go and see that online. And obviously, she was lying in this TikTok, you know, because she, you know, well, you hear the statement there. Uh, since then, she has gone private on all of her social platforms. Guys, I'm just saying, if you got this platform right here and you got a million followers, but 500,000, I mean, I just, I'm about to cross a thousand on TikTok and I think I done did some big, big shit, but you got this platform and you're on here making TikToks with your child. And a lot of people I've noticed in the comment sections on a lot of these videos they've made are saying, you know, we thought something was fishy about her. But then there's a lot of other people out there that are defending her still. That's what gets me are defending this woman. Everybody makes mistakes. Dude, you do not leave. Your, I'm a single father. This pisses me the fuck off. I'm sorry, for real. You do not leave your child. It, and then she used it like, well, uh, autistic, you know, you, you don't leave any child on their own while you go off to the store, down the road to your mom and dad's, which her parents live down the road. That's what's even worse. Her parents live down the road, her mom, I believe, or both parents, either way, live down the road. So she could have dropped this child. I just, you don't leave a child at home alone. And then she went out apparently to a friend's. Apparently, she was going to get uh, deed down. Uh, most people are suspecting. Uh, and, and these people out here, you know, uh, I won't pick on a certain crowd, but we look up to these influencers, and she's admired as this feminist activist, you know, that's been on Pornhub, that fights for women's rights. Uh, there's another famous TikToker out there uh, that goes by Roma Almond. And a lot of people don't like her for because she sticks up for men's rights. That um, the the digital princess has belittled her because of that, and they're just saying, you know, it's just at least this bitch is willing to be her mom to her child and wouldn't leave her alone. Now you running off to get some dick and leaving your freaking child at the house. And and what's gonna happen, guys? If you've never been through anything like this, she's gonna go through a program. She won't get no jail time. She's got a great lawyer. She's rich. She'll have her child back within about less than a year, nine months. And that's how fucked up our system is. So be careful who you admire and look up to. There's my advice for TikTokers and the new yeah. generation. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, I just became a father this year, you know, and right. situations like that, 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 that boggles my mind as to how much how you could just put yourself in a situation to leave your child something that you made something that's a seed of you that has your same bloodline just leave them without a care in the world like no matter what age like and apparently from the story it's a it's a baby kid it's a kid baby yep they so found him outside crying he was wandering around anything could happen this child he could have got ran over he could have wandered he could have been kidnapped I mean, thankfully, the neighbors were concerned enough. These, it's this new neighborhood she moved into. Thankfully, these neighbors were concerned enough. To look at, oh God, there's a child. Oh, we recognize you, and called the police. Thank you guys for doing the right thing. <laughs> you know, obviously, but can you fathom why? Why? And they're gonna give her, give the child right back asap. 
Yeah, there's no excuse in that. Like, no man. And then she tried to lie about it, and then went to the play the platform that made her her famous, and lie about it, and then go private. Like, with certain. So you, we're all around the same age. We're all around the same age bracket, and this 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 new generation for stuff that we used to do and listen to as 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 kids and teenagers growing up. They're they're canceling. They're canceling stuff that we used to listen to and, and trying to get them canceled for, for for their generation. So my question is: This is the hypocrisy going to show up? Come up? Are they going to try to get this this girl canceled? Probably not, because you just said they were defending her. Look, I'm gonna say it right now. Look, I'm gonna say it right here. I'm sorry, but you said you this segment was supposed to be about something that pissed you off. Tyler was trying to make me smile here. I'm glad I didn't smile. And, and fall to his powers <laughs> because this shit really pissed me off. I, look, y'all, listen, stop trying to f- stop trying to cancel the cat in the hat or Dr. Seuss. Stop trying to cancel a bitch on a fucking maple syrup, uh, you know, bottle. Stop trying to cancel the fucking baseball and football teams. Cancel people that's actually out here fucking up and doing dumb shit. Do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, if I feel like if you're a, a social, you know, media influencer, you have a lot of people that are following you and, and sort of listening to your word and, um, you know, what you have to say. Um, you should, you know, you should be a be a good influence uh, on society. Um, don't, Our don't, guest last week was a perfect influence. Exactly. Um, don't don't be a piece of crap. Um, be be great like nick harrison i just like nick harrison right. <laughs> you know uh, but what about you about something we're gonna talk about something real quick that has been pissing me off for corner three here um and and i'm a big big kanye west fan but this dude has been teasing Donda, his new album for since uh, the middle of July. Um, he did all these uh, special uh, listening events. Uh, did a couple in Atlanta um, at Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium. Uh, the first one happened, uh, he actually took like a residency um, uh, in, in one of the locker rooms there. Um, like, that's not a lie. Um, you, can, you can peep his Instagram. Uh, for that, um, but uh, the uh, the third listening event um, took place um, just a week or so ago. Um, it took place at Soldier Field uh, on the twenty sixth of August. Um, it, it was bananas. Um, he uh, <laughs> he he set himself on fire at one point. Check this out. Wow, he he built he he built a a whole ass house uh, on the fifty yard line of Soldier Field. Like, remember what I just said a little while ago? Be careful who you who you admire. But I like Kanye. I like Kanye actually. He, uh, I mean, this is this is this is some another uh, shot uh, from the house. Um, some some more flames and shit. But he uh, he he remarried Kim Kardashian um, at Soldier Field. 
Uh, that's him and him and Kim K uh, retying the knot there. Um, you know, and and they said that the album would finally drop on the twenty seventh. I have a question because I've been out of the loop and will continue right at this point. Check, check on this point. But did they get divorced for them to be remarried? They, they're, they've, they're split. Um, the divorce hasn't been finalized. Um, Was now, it after apparently his alleged relationship with the, uh, um, never it, mind. <laughs> yeah, it, it was in between that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Jeffree Star, yeah, in between all that stuff. Um, okay, good but, job. Uh, but anyways, they they said that the album would finally drop on the twenty seventh um, after multiple teases of it dropping, and and it still didn't drop on the twenty seventh of August. Um, and at that point, I was convinced that it was just a troll job; it was never going to happen um, because you know I don't know how many times since July they've teased it. Um, I like I said, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I love the old Kanye. Um, I felt like this was going to be a heartbroken album by Kanye. He drops fire when he's heartbroken. 808s and Heartbreak uh, was an album. Um, you know, after uh, you know, after his mom passed, um, after him and Amber Rose broke up, um, that album was great. Um, so I knew this album was was probably going to be dope. Uh, but I didn't know why they kept delaying it if it was supposedly finished. Um, and then, then I, it all finally clicked with me, guys. It, it's all about money. It, it's 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 all about money. Duh. It is. You know, yeah. that's all it's ever about, really. That's why his shoes cost five hundred dollars. His his shirts cost hundreds of dollars, and they literally look like they're freaking hand-me-downs they have holes in them and crap um but but people still buy it because it's kanye right but okay. kanye will never he's been how long has he teased this album like seriously since i mean since years? July, what, since would it be July. years months no i mean he's been working on it for a while but i mean it's right. he, the, the first big teaser came in july okay um, see. you know see. but i mean do you, do you know how much money he made from those listening parties. Oh God, you you already know. I mean, that's that's exactly what you said. Everything's about money. Everything is about you know what would it be? Drip, you know. Twelve, twelve million dollars. That's that's absolutely insane. Twelve but, million dollars from people going to those listening parties, um, people watching the streams. Um, but, but he, he finally released, uh, the album on August 29th. Um, and you know, the album went number one in minutes. Um, um, I, I've listened to the album front to back. Um, it's not what I expected, um, for as much hype that is that it got, um, I was super, super stoked for this album. I thought it was going to be fire. There are about, um, there's like 27 songs on it. It's literally, it's almost two hours long. Um, and, and out of those like 20 some songs, there's about, about eight to 10 I, I can listen to. Um, there's probably 
five or six that are like absolute bangers in my opinion, but I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. It, 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 pisses, it, it pisses me off that this was just a big money grab. Um, and then he comes out and he gets, he's, you know, it, I, I get, he, he says universal, you know, dropped his album without his permission, without some songs already, some songs on it. Um, and then they end up updating it and they add all the songs on Spotify and you know, for download and stuff later this afternoon. Um, but it's annoying, annoying. I just, I, I, I'm still a fan of Kanye, um, but I, I was, I was expecting this album to be a lot better than it was. This didn't happen way back in the day. I mean, I don't care, man. You know, you, you know, he's been hyping this, doing house parties and everything. That's all great. All it is is a money grab. The album probably ain't even really worth the fuck. Like y'all said, I'm gonna give it a shot. But I mean, as far as like delaying and, and freaking hyping albums, I mean, Dr. Dre has been hyping up, you know, an album for detox. 24 fucking years. So I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, Detox is supposed to come out 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when Dre's drops, everybody else is getting sold out. <laughs> so my thing is this and 808 and Heartbreaks was a great Kanye album. Like I the the, the bangers on that song on that album. Like Kanye West is a lyrical sadistic genius. You know, he's a he's a he's a genius in some aspects. Tyler was right. The album did not for anyone who's a hardcore Kanye fan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry and this is just my opinion. It wasn't worth everything that he was trying to do. And now I feel so bad because if him and Drake released the same day, Drake would have literally Drake would literally have dismantled this man's entire album. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're a great Kanye fan and you enjoy the album, more power to you. But just like Tyler, I listened, I listened to it today. There are about five or six songs where it's like, okay, I can vibe with this one. The other 18 and 19, he the album starts with the Dunda champ. That sounds like Panda. Dunda. Dunda, Dunda. Dunda, Dunda. And it, it's not a small sample. It goes for like close to a minute. Yeah. You know, and some of the features he have on there, they're, they're, they're great artists. Then he goes into Jail. Jail's a good good song. Jail is a Jail's good song. Great. It's got Jay-Z on it. I mean, it's it's good shit. Hurricane yeah. with the Weeknd is a good song, too. That's my favorite song That's on the That's my album. favorite song on now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Jail 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 2 that has the baby and, and Marilyn Manson on it, of all people. That song is great. <laughs> You know um, what? The one thing I will say about Kanye is the fact that he he doesn't just stay in one genre. And and but how it's it was very bold of him to put the baby and Marilyn Manson on the same track. And they were at Soldier Field for the listening party, and they performed Jail Two live. You know, because Marilyn Manson basically got canceled earlier this year. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, all the uh, you know allegations that came out against him with um, you know Rachel Evan Wood um, and stuff, uh, and then the baby had all those uh, you know homophobic you know comments that he made at um, uh, Rolling Loud. Yep. Um, so two very controversial figures um, put him on the same track, 
and then you perform live with them. But you know um, what? That's kind of been Kanye's that, mantra. That's his, that's his, that is. That's his. That's his mo. That's his mantra. Um, he goes for the for the shock factor. You know, yeah, like yeah. it is. You, and this goes back to his first album, like Through the Wire. Shaka Khan didn't like that sample for nothing because she didn't get yeah. the privilege of hearing it first. But the entire song, he's mad. He's rapping with his mouth, his jaw closed in because of an accident. Yeah. You know, well, he's, and, and he was the first big, like, like he, he's sitting there, you know, he's rapping about, you know, God and, you know, Jesus and stuff. And he, he drops Jesus walks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean that, I mean that obviously that, that song's friggin' fire. fire. Um, but he, he drops that. Um, he just, he's, he's not afraid to, to just, you know, put out, you know, whatever. Um, but do you think it, do you think now with, and I'm, I'm I, you can't compare Kanye, but I'm going to compare old Kanye to new Kanye per se. I feel like since his mother passed away and the whole incident at the VMAs with him and Taylor Swift, I feel like his career had he if if none of that happened, especially the VMAs, I feel like he should be higher than where he's at. But yeah. then again, controversy sells, so people were tuning in to see what he was going to do next. Oh, let's see what Kanye is going to do now. I He's mean, charged us some really controversial. Think about what he did to Mike Myers back in uh, what was that? Uh, two thousand five. Two thousand five, right? Two thousand five, where he said, uh, and I quote, "Bush don't like black people." Right. I mean, the man's always been uh, in, in the highlight reel of of being controversial. And that's that's a big reason a lot of people still admire him. I still yeah. admire him for that. What did uh what did Eric Bischoff what did his what what was his book Controversy Creates Cash? That's exactly right. And and um uh, you know Kanye's not afraid. To, I mean you know because when I when it goes back to what I was saying earlier about you know with the canceling thing and choose who you admire. I'm not saying Kanye's on a pedestal of like you know raise your baby up to to love Kanye. You know I don't know. Let them make their own decisions of musically choice, I suppose. But uh, as far as bringing on Marilyn Manson and the baby, uh, and and you know they're supposedly being canceled uh, this year. You know, there's allegations. All it takes is you know me saying this did that and he did that and she did that and what. There's big allegations. I get it, uh, but at the same time, there's no proof. There's nobody in jail. Uh, there's nobody going to court over it. Uh, you know, it's it's a thing like, hey, this is what happened. We got to cancel him now, as opposed to like earlier in the segment when the TikToker literally her child is, you know, on, you know, could be killed at any moment or whatnot. You know, understandably canceled. You know, Marilyn Manson and the baby, whatever. You know, I'm pretty sure they still got plenty of fans. Obviously, that kind of sounds like a person who was a certain uh, third brand in wrestling who got a uh, who got canceled and released. And got blackballed from the industry this year. With yeah. No, with just for allegations when there was actually no proof, no no court date, no anything. Right. But I mean, yeah. I guess we'll 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 dive into that at a later time. But I got a question for y'all, Tyler. Growing up, who who was your favorite basketball player of all time? Uh, I mean, growing up. Um, yeah. I mean, my my favorite basketball player when I was probably. You know, in you know, 
Like elementary school, it was Shaq. Shaq. Oh, who's your current favorite? Who's your favorite player now? Who's your favorite player of all time? There you go. My favorite player of all time uh, is Shaq, probably. Um, and then next would be LeBron. Huck, who's your favorite player of all time? Man, you don't even have to ask me. You could probably uh, guess. My favorite basketball player is the Airness man. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you the answer that you want. <laughs> yeah, you sure, because I, we, you was trying to bait him into it because that's all he talks about is LeBron James. You know, but so you, you wanted know, him to say LeBron. He I did, but around. you know, I mean, but you know, Shaq, Shaq's probably top two center of all time. But uh, it's not about exactly. him. The conversations in the last. Shaq's the whole off- reason why I love the Lakers. So. We're, we're firing this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, so the last close to 20 years, there's always been this basketball debate about who is the real greatest of all time. Now, Jordan has publicly came out and said that you can't put that, you can't have a debate like that because you have great players who played in different eras. But that doesn't stop the census from trying to figure out who the greatest player of all time is. Now, to the younger generation, of course, their favorite player of all time is LeBron James. The older generation, we tend to lead toward Jordan. And, you know, statistics have been brought up. Championships have been brought up. Longevity has been brought up. Anything that is a statistic form in the NBA has been brought up about these two individuals. And that's what pisses me off. The fact of the matter is that both of them are great. Both of them have done things in their career that other people would be jealous of. I mean, look at how long LeBron has been. LeBron has been in his prime for almost 20 years. Yeah. He's one of those. He he maintains his body. And contrary to what everybody wants to say about him, he's the he's the goat of having super teams. No one is going to deny playing with LeBron James if he if he wants you to play with him. You know, I mean, you're not, of course, you're not going to have a a Steph Curry and a LeBron James team because those are two of the top 10 players in the league. You know, Steph carries his, Steph carries his team, LeBron carries his team. And let's not forget that these men have met in the finals for five years in a row. Yeah. Right. Five years. So I'm just sick of the comparison with, with LeBron and Jordan because this is one of the moments where we need to give both of them their roses for what they provided for the game. You know, without Jordan, there wouldn't be a Kobe. Because Kobe I, Kobe took Jordan's game literally from him. If anybody would have to, if Jordan passed the torch to anybody, it would have been Kobe. Just for the same mannerisms that they have. They both have that same killer mentality. They both have that, I'm going to do this. Because I have to do this. They have that same mentality. Me personally, I've always compared LeBron James to a Magic Johnson. I feel like LeBron James is more of a Magic than he is a Jordan. But when you've been in the league 20 years and you've won as many championships as you have, and you've actually lived up to the hype that LeBron has, he's lived up to the hype and exceeded it more. And I believe he's only one of two people who are still in the league in his draft class. And the other one is his teammate, Carmelo. So I'm just over all of the Jordan and LeBron James comparisons. Let them both be goats. They're great players. They're they're if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna separate and wanna and wanna know goats and stuff, 
LeBron James is the GOAT of longevity. We'll give him that. He is a GOAT of longevity because he's been in his prime for almost 20 years. Jordan transcended the game. Give both of them their flowers. Give both of them their flowers. I don't see uh, the the overall – for a long time I haven't seen the overall comparisons between the two. And I'm not saying, like, one's greater than the other when I say this. I I just – I don't really see the big comparisons at all that people try to draw out. Uh, Maybe that's just me. I just – you know, LeBron's playing against a bunch of dogs um, every single game. Um, Michael Jordan played against Bill Lambeer, and he looks like the guy that you go pick up and, you know, your mail at the mailbox from, you know. I mean, I, I hear that same lame-ass excuse all the time, too, that Jordan didn't play against All-Stars. I mean, you might as well throw that one out with uh, the mailman that you just mentioned and, and the fucking mail because that's, that's kind of a bullshit excuse, honestly. But, I mean, I think if they both honestly faced each other, here's, here's, here's the ending point. You see how Kobe played LeBron over the last few years? You see how Kobe jade up LeBron? Okay, imagine Jordan times 10 on LeBron. There's the answer. Kobe yeah. – this could be a whole episode. So I mean, it could definitely be a whole I episode. I couldn't. I I can't keep going back and forth. Um, so I'll just leave it this. <laughs> that's that's why, and that's why we will we will acknowledge them both as goats of their generation. And 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 Kobe is too. And a lot of people say he's not even top five, but I'm sorry, Kobe is top five. He is. I I I 100 believe Kobe's top five. Um, but we got we got to get to. Uh, to talking about um, some wrestling, um, and, and and folks, this it, it's an amazing time to be an, a wrestling fan. Um, and and if if anyone watched uh, Rampage um, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, CM Punk finally returned. We talked about it a little bit on the last episode that. You know, we said, you know, if, if he didn't return, it'd be a huge letdown, I, f- I felt like, to uh, mm-hmm. to the AEW uh, fans. Bro. Um, and as soon as they opened up, they didn't even give a chance yeah. for anything else to happen. It was CM Punk yeah. 110%. But AEW was smart in having CM Punk open a show because if they didn't, yeah. every match would have got drowned out with CM Punk. Drowned. Right. Yeah, no, I think I I think that's what they they had to do. Um, yeah. Because I, I I feel like I mean I feel like everyone in attendance already kind of knew that that it was coming because it, it seemed like his his new logo and everything and then merch and stuff was was already being sold because people were wearing the t-shirts in, in mm-hmm. the audience and and his flag that that you could buy at Pro Wrestling Tees was already on display in the audience. So I feel like pro pro wrestling tees and maybe the merch booths were already selling his stuff. <laughs> they had to have been insider. Um, so they said that, uh, you know, for a while, bro Lee had the record for the fastest shirt that sold at from a uh, pro wrestling tees. Um, CM Punk literally demolished that record. Yeah. From yeah. pro wrestling tees. So yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that one. It's, it was um, it was an insane pop that he received. Um, was it the, the the biggest pop of all time? I personally don't think so. 
Um, but some will, will mm-hmm. some will argue that point. I was um, uh, I was at the um, the show uh, after WrestleMania 18 uh, after Rock and Hogan, and um, there was about fifteen thousand people there. And when Hulk Hogan came out there, people were crying and chanting for about ten minutes straight before they they wouldn't even let the man talk. I mean, and I, I'm not saying that because I'm a Hogan mark. I'm saying I have experienced a much larger, outstanding, amazing like yeah. audience. <laughs> like, and you know what? And I'm gonna be honest with you. That goes into the aspect of the dirt sheets and the spoilers and stuff. Because if that, if if, if everyone, if it was back in the day, like the ruthless aggression era or the attitude era that we talk about a lot, yeah, that pop would have been so much more because it would have been a legit surprise. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, you you see people, you know, crying and 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 happy and stuff in the audience, and I was too. I was. I, I mean, was happy. I was. I wasn't crying, but I was. I was. I was super excited to see him back, um, because I felt like him, you know, leaving um, yeah. pro wrestling in the first place um, sucked. Um, was it the right move for him? That's that's completely his decision. You know what he's done over the last seven years um, has been things that it seemed like he's just wanted to do on his own. He wanted to give MMA a shot. He did it. Um, it didn't. They work. gave him a shot too. A lot of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, it didn't hey. work out. One of his wins got one of his losses got reversal. He's one and one. He's fifty percent. That's true. That's true. Oh. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. Um, and then you know he wanted to give acting a shot. He's been in some movies. Now yeah. he's in you know that show on Stars Heels. Um, That's so, a good show, by the way. Great show. Uh, I I, I, I want to check it out. I haven't I haven't checked it out yet. But um, but but he he's done you know all that stuff, and now it seems like he wants to come back to wrestling, um, which is which is cool. Um, and there's there's a lot of of cool potential, you know, matchups that that he could he could have in AEW. The first one being Darby Allen at uh, All Out. That's going to be his first match. Um, I think that's going to be great. Um, do you do you do you feel like he he goes over there? I think he wins. I don't think they would have him have his first match and not win. But I could be surprised if Darby Allen won. And I'm just getting hold on. I'm 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 just getting kind of caught up in AEW storylines because I was only watching like just the matches on either YouTube or whatever. I just now recently tried to start watching the whole show, and then I turn it off when the fucking young bucks come on, and then I turn it back on when they leave. Sorry, guys, not sorry. Uh, but I feel like it would be cool as hell if Sting cost CM Punk the match. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's I mean that that's a potential matchup even you know yeah. i mean punk versus sting who would have ever thought who wouldn't pay that, for that i don't care who i mean i would i would i would i would like to see it i mean i would like to see Money. Sting versus anybody still i mean is is it going to be a great match probably not it'd be okay i think no hold on um, now i i was a little scared i even made a tiktok about sting kind of no selling when he got went through the table but yo I got to say, man, with the right people in the ring, Sting is at 60-something years old in that motherfucker. I mean, he's there and he's eating. Like, I will watch a Sting match 
and I'm I'm good with it. I think CM Punk could kind of carry him a little bit, and I, I think as long as it was a shorter match, it'd be pretty good. I would I'm, put. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're you're fine. Go ahead. I would put. Uh, I would. I would. So first, I'm not a CM Punk. I'm not a CM. I, I feel like and this is this is this is my opinion. I will say this: it was great to see him and Christian Clay, Christian Cage, should close out um, Rampage last week. That was something mm-hmm. I thought I'd never see. Like AEW was really giving Christian Cage that opportunity to after WWE. They're, they're giving him the ball right now, and, and I, he's he's, yeah. he's he running might, with it. Yeah. So and and the fact that he he beat Kenny Omega and he beat Kenny Omega for well, one of those three championships twice now. Yeah. And- they won on you know rampage too. So, so as far as I know, this wasn't about Christian Cage, but it's Christian. So CM Punk on his promo, he said that what was it? One of he quoted a date that said that's the day that he left professional wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, one thing AEW does is it it throws subtle shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said in. Whatever day he came back, twenty twenty one, he returned to professional wrestling. See, this is where, and I've, I, CM Punk is great on the mic. I will take mm-hmm. nothing away from his mic skills. He can cut one hell of a promo, and he can have you invested in everything he says. And his passion is always there. I will give oh, you yeah. that. I don't think he's one of the. I don't think he's a top in ring worker. No, like I, no, I could definitely I name. I can definitely name about five or six rest professional wrestlers who I believe are better in ring technicians than I can him. probably name twenty. And yeah. he's that, not even in my top twenty. And maybe my top ten on the mic. Oh yeah. Top, he's definitely there. Two, not even in my top five. Top ten on the mic, maybe. But he's not in my top twenty wrestlers. Dude is not a you know he's average here professional wrestler. He's not. And the people who absolutely are enamored with him are just enamored with you know what, what he, he represents. brings he, he he represents the voice of the voiceless yeah. you know he represented change when he was doing all that attitude you know, uprising thing you know in 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 WWE you know and taking the WWE title hostage and and walking out of money in the bank he he represented some change and and people got around that, you know, and um, that's why people loved him for it. Uh, yeah. But th- now this is this is where this is where my 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 frustration with Punk's return comes back. Yes, it was a it was a great pop. It was also in his hometown. Yeah. yeah. So you do, know, do that, do that in Little Rock, Arkansas. Do that, so you know, in in AEW once again, they were smart. They they knew exactly what they were doing, so kudos to them. My thing is this: when he gave those dates of the day that he left professional wrestling and the day he came back to professional wrestling, throwing that so jab at sports entertainment. As wrestling fans, all three of us are, and I'm pretty sure the listeners who listen to this are wrestling fans, are passionate wrestling fans. I think in that quote, he threw he. He literally shit on New Japan Pro Wrestling, which we as wrestling fans consider professional wrestling. I believe he shit on other companies who who also veer away from sports entertainment and focus directly on professional wrestling. Yeah. So my thing is wrestling. this. My thing is this. My thing is this. If he cared about the fans so much, if 
I, everything he said about the WWE, if it was true, let it be true. I completely understand. I would have left too. But if my passion was there for professional wrestling and I love the people who supported me through this, why wait seven years to get back into professional wrestling? Look, just a few years ago when all this happened, he shit on all of wrestling. He didn't say, you know, sports entertainment is fake. He said wrestling is fake so when he says he left wrestling you know in 2000 whatever seven five five yeah no okay yeah you're right five so how are you gonna what kind of kettle is that to call black you know if if you done said wrestling is fake after that after the fact you're talking about all of wrestling and 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 i'm i'm tired of the belittlement to the wwe honestly I mean, it is wrestling. They have some really decent storylines going on right now. Dude, right like now is the greatest time to be a wrestling fan. Shut the fuck up and just enjoy it. And this is my and another thing about it, like the injuries and him and all that other stuff, like him having a, a, a staph infection and, 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 and shitting in the ring, uh, him having to wrestle with a concussion and all that other stuff. If that's true, because, you know, WWE's if, if WWE isn't going to acknowledge if it's true or not. Yes. So it's basically he say she say. You know what I'm saying? But think of the matches that he had that he bitched about not main event in WrestleMania. Like in my in my opinion, in my entire time watching wrestling, WrestleMania the streak match is more important than the title matches. People actually yeah. gravitate toward the streak matches more than the title matches. You had a one on one match against the Undertaker. You had a one on one match against. Chris Jericho, you won two Money in the Bank matches at WrestleMania. Yep. You know he he, he did very well at WWE. He went one on one with The Rock. He went one on one with John Cena. He went he went one on one with a lot of people that other professional wrestlers haven't. And he's done things yep. that other professional wrestlers haven't. At one point time. in time, at one point in time, he was selling. I, and I truly believe this when he said that he was selling more merchandise. Than John Cena, I truly believe that because at one point, especially during the quote unquote summer of Punk 2011, there was nobody in the wrestling business as hot as CM Punk. No, face That's or true. heel, because he played both of them during that time. Face or heel, there was nobody hotter than CM Punk. You think he was a heel when he cut that pipe bomb promo? He right. went from a he went he went from a but he they, went they, from a heel to a, basically a face when he cut that promo. But not yeah. just that he went from a heel and remember in 2011 this is around the time he was doing the new Nexus with David Otunga and stuff. You went from that heel, like the fourth fifth best heel on Raw at that time, and you were immediately thrust as the number one baby face of the company. In a matter of weeks, not that there was no there was no smooth selling. There was okay, Punk. You think you got it? We're gonna throw it to you. Do what you do with it. And he carried the ball. He did what he was supposed to do. Except bitch about the things that other people should have had. Like me personally, when he when he was um in his feud with Jericho, that was a that was an underwhelming feud. It was an underwhelming. It was alcoholism and all this other crap stuff that he was doing with Jeff Hardy two three years previously but you're defending the WWE championship against Chris Jericho at Wrestlemania 
Right. The same man who's main event at WrestleMania with Triple H. The same man who had legendary rivals with The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. They're I, trusting I think, you to put this in now. I think all he really wanted, though, was to just be in the last match once. I, I, I think yeah. I, I really think that's all he wanted. Um, and, and, and that's ultimately why he, you know, finally was just done because he, he, he did the rumble. He didn't win. He saw that Daniel Bryan wasn't going to win that rumble either. Um, and he was pissed. Um, and so he, he, he walked out and then we all know they changed the storyline. Daniel Bryan ended up winning. The streak ended up getting, you know, ending at that uh, at that mania. Daniel Bryan ended up, you know, the yes movement started, um, and you know the rest is history after Punk left. So my um, question is this: Do you think what would have altered? Because from what I heard, if Punk didn't leave, he was having a one-on-one match at WrestleMania against Triple H. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like, but I still don't. Uh, he wouldn't have main evented with that. I, he wouldn't have main evented with that. What 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 Daniel what Bryan? Year? Uh, Daniel Bryan probably wouldn't have got his push though, had Punk stayed. That's what would have changed. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say that because previously he was still. At the SummerSlam, and I believe that's the WrestleMania. That's before the WrestleMania 30 we're talking about. At SummerSlam, he was already being positioned in that role. Daniel Bryan was. He was already having conflicts with the um, what the hell was that whack ass stable that they had? The corp, not the corporation. The authority. The authority. authority. Whack name. But he was already having feuds with that, even with Punk being now. Yeah. So I still think he would have he would have got that moment. Hell, CM Punk was in the ring with him when they were doing the World Championship unification thing with uh, Cena and Orton, and the crowd was still channeling Daniel Bryan. I feel like Punk knew that with Daniel's rise, he wasn't going to be that guy anymore. Yeah, he wasn't going to be that guy, and we might not have gotten WrestleMania, but I still think Daniel Bryan would have had a higher tier match card than CM Punk. CM Punk can take the fact that a, that Daniel Bryan wasn't pushed in that. The fans pushed him just like they pushed him in 2011. Well, do you uh do you guys think that Punk will How do you how do you think the match is going to be with 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 Darby? You think he's going to have some ring rust? You think uh I mean, I he's obviously been training for a while for this role on heels. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, he he may he may surprise. He may look he look may look pretty good. As long as he doesn't do that ugly ass elbow drop off the top rope, I'm fine with it. I, I'm thinking he might he might show at first a little bit of rust, but I think it'll be a pretty much a uh, normal CM Punk match. Uh, well, you're gonna see that fucking elbow. You might as well go ahead and get ready for it. It's coming. Oh yeah, coming. but. I uh, think- He's, I think uh, CM Punk, he takes the win, of course. He's not losing in his debut match. I don't think so. I I don't think that he would lose in his debut match, but also I don't like the fact that they'd be, you know, they'd they'd have Darby take an, take an L. Um, so there could be some, you know. But you know, there could be a new feud 
um, that could start. I did hear this week, um, moving on maybe into like the future um, talk of uh, AEW here. Um, uh, Punk's kind of been teasing. Um, I've seen it on social media. He's been writing some letters on his shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in recent weeks, we've seen, you know, AC on his shoes. Um, people putting two and two together. You know, Adam Cole, uh, maybe for AC. Uh, we've seen BW as well, maybe for Bray Wyatt. Um, um, you know, there, there's, there's also, you know, there's, there's, there's Charlotte Flair um, that's been, been rumored that's, you know, frustrated at WWE, wants to go there with her, you know, fiance, husband. She's um, frustrated at winning matches and winning world titles. That's that's I- something. I guess I don't know. Um, and then, and then the big one that that set to uh, that came out um, just this past week. Um, apparently, he's going to debut now, maybe at at All Out. Um, Brian Danielson, uh, the American Dragon. I think we're going to um, see the American Dragon at, at All Out. Yeah, I, I think we will too. And and that could possibly be Punk did tweet a close up um, of a handshake um, on his Instagram. Um, and that handshake was the handshake of the very first match between he and Brian Danielson in ROH. Nice. Um, so maybe Brian Danielson shows up um, at All Out for uh, you know in the middle of Punk and uh, Darby's match, and maybe maybe allows Darby yeah. to get a win there that way. I so, see. I see. This is uh, so we've, we're all in agreement that Punk wins this match. Yeah. Um, However, I feel that, and I agree with you, Tyler, I think Daniel Bryan does come out and it sets up this huge tag match later on down the road with with uh, CM Punk and Bryan Danielson versus Darby Allin and Steen. Yeah, I'm, I'm would, down for that. That would be a, gr- that would be a great match for, for all four of them because mm-hmm. they would be safe working in there with, with Daniel Bryan because, you know, yeah. Daniel Bryan doesn't have that much ring rust. He was just at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Right, Sting is just a baby now. He needs to be held. There, there you go. He does, as long as Seth Rollins is nowhere near Sting, we're fine. Seth, keep Seth Rollins away from Sting, <laughs> <Dan. laughs> Look, Man. all right, we've done talked a lot about AEW. Let's let's talk some WWE now. What did y'all think about? Let's talk about Lesnar's first at the end of the night. What did y'all think about Brock Lesnar coming back? I've never seen someone look terrified with a man bun, bro. He's jacked. I mean, he he literally looks like he's in probably the best shape that he's been in uh, since probably 2002, since he he came to WWE. Um, You know what's crazy? What? You know what Brock Lesnar's world has been for the last – it's always been sweats and a Brock Lesnar t-shirt. This man came out in jeans. Yeah. Like that, like people didn't notice that. That's a big statement. We, we might get, we might get trunk Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he might, he might throw on, you know, the, the, the tights. He might. Yeah. He might, he might, you know, get rid of the MMA shorts and throw on the tights. That would be, that'd be interesting. That Sometimes you got to break the old tights back out. But I'm telling you, man, the way he looked, he gave new meaning to that mystical song. You know, if you if you catch me in the forest with a fight with a bear, 
help the bear, man. If I seen Lesnar, I'd be like, man, that grizzly bear needs fucking help. Jesus Christ, help him. Uh, but he's looking great. And a lot of people were upset about the whole thing with, uh, you know, we're not really upset so much, but not understanding why would he come back after Reigns or whatever. I think this is going to set up an even better storyline than they've why, ever why had. Why wouldn't he come back after Reigns? Reigns right. literally is has Paul Heyman as his voice, basically, or as his manager. Right. And, and who has been with Lesnar since he returned yep. to WWE. And Reigns news has always been Lesnar and, and back and forth. Lesnar's has always been they have they have an a historic, honestly, storyline. And I think this is gonna be something even better. But I don't think they're gonna fight right yet. No, I no, 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 no. I don't think they either. Both. I I can see I can see you know Lesnar and, and Reigns sort of trying to coexist um, yep. for a while. Yep, um, that's and that's, then and then it just you know boils over eventually, and and, and maybe you know maybe we don't have a, a Reigns versus you know the the Raw um, the WWE champion. Maybe we end up with a, a Lesnar versus Reigns at Survivor Series or something. Um, I got a better I got a better scenario. What if you the, the co we're doing the coexisting thing? What if Reigns tells Heyman to tell Lesnar that he's facing Bobby? Oh, that'd be interesting, you know. Yeah. And that's not, that would, and that's that would be great. That would that, be great. That would be that, great for Survivor Series. That would be and great. And 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 Brock, you know, Brock is you know, his contract is for for um, one and a half years is what what came out. He's got eight matches on it, um, and one of them better freaking be Bobby Lashley. This um, version of they cannot have built Bobby Lashley up this much to no not way. have him go against Lesnar. That's you, what I no think. No way. No, 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 no. Like you would be literally wasting Bobby Lashley's WWE career if you do not put him against Brock Lesnar uh, at some point over like the next now. year and a half. Yes. Uh, it, it needs to happen in the next, you know, calendar year. Uh, yeah. but, but I is, think so. So Reigns Reigns has been champion now for like 370 days or so. Mm-hmm. His he will pass Brock Lesnar's record of universal 504 days of universal champion two weeks before the Royal Rumble. So this is this so, is how I see this going. I see them coexisting, and if that Survivor Series where Le, where Reigns tells Lesnar, "Hey, you're doing it." I'm not going against him. I have to defend this championship. If Paul Heyman is my family and Paul Heyman has been with you since day one, day one in 2002, then you're family now. Well, you 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 say day one. Mm-hmm. It brings me to the pay-per-view that is on January 1st called Day One. Um, Reigns is... a. Uh, Right there, front and center. It's in Atlanta, Georgia, <clears throat> and that's what would where be we. A, what would be a bigger match than to have Reigns and Lesnar headline day one? You know, and this is what Atlanta. you do when you do that. You have Reigns go over. <clears throat> I think you have to have him go over. You I think have you have to have over. him beat. You have to have him beat um, Lesnar's record. I think Reigns has to take this. All the way to and, to WrestleMania, and as yeah, as far as the storylines go, I feel and we there we're, we're we're anticipating that his WrestleMania opponent will be The Rock. Yeah. So 
let's say he beats The Rock and he's defeated every single contender on SmackDown and that's when Big E cashes in. Yeah, see, and I, I would like for Big E to cash in. I, I just I don't think he's gonna cash in on the Universal Champion. I I, I still I think he's gonna cash in on whoever the WWE champion is at that point in time. I think he's gonna be WWE champion. I think that he's gonna go back unless unless the New Day gets drafted back to SmackDown. I think that he's gonna go back and they're gonna the New Day is gonna be a thing again as a trio. Because I think yeah. that WWE realizes the mistake that they made splitting them up. Because they lost a lot of money in New Day merchandise. I think they did. I really think that they did because it's, you know, and you know, Big E is probably not pushing the merch like he did with, like he and, was with the New Day. And this is the separate, I mean, separate, all three of them are great wrestlers, but they have something together. To, together as a trio, it's just, it's it's like lightning in a bottle. Um, yep. But um, uh, another return, you know, that happened um that that received a huge pop that in my opinion and and you know i thought it was bigger than than cm punk's pop um but uh it might have been because there was you know like sixty thousand people in the in <laughs> in the stadium but uh, i was gonna step the game up becky lynch returned um and uh she uh she returned um there was uh, supposed to be Bianca taking on Sasha Banks. Um, Sasha Banks didn't show up. She was not clear to compete. Um, so they brought out Carmella as uh, the replacement. And Becky came out. Uh, Becky uh, beat up Carmella real quick. Boom, boom, boom. Um, poor Carmella was an afterthought real quick. Becky pretty much demanded a uh, match. With uh, Bianca, and about 15, 20 seconds later, a nice forearm shot, a uh, manhandle slam um, slash rock bottom, and uh, Becky Lynch uh, is the new SmackDown Women's Champion in some very controversial oh. fashion. Everybody's so upset about that, and here's the truth about it. I mean... I know everybody wants to – I mean, people cheer the heels nowadays anyway. They have been for years. But, I mean, if you're going to make her a heel, that made perfect freaking sense. And, and that's what they're doing. On SmackDown with like, yeah, come on, let's have this match. Let's do it. And she's like, eh, fuck you. Exactly. That was perfect. Exactly. Wake up, fan. Stop being fucking stupid. Shut the fuck up and just watch and enjoy it because it's great storyline, uh, great story writing, honestly. Great character building. People tend to forget that the whole basis of the man character was a heel. Yeah, it was originally a heel turn. It was a heel turn, and you think that, and you think, and I, I love Bianca Belair. I love everything she's done since she's been in NXT. But do you think that she's a big enough face to stop these people from cheering for Becky? Because even when no. she said, even when Becky said, um, um, I think I think uh, you don't think I was waiting for this moment, and it was supposed to be something to have the crowd boo, and they were still yelling for her. Like yeah. she, there's there's no woman on the SmackDown division who's a bigger face who can who can actually bring that heel out of Becky. Like she can do all these heel tactics, but she's still going to get booed. She's still going to get cheered. Yeah, well, like the 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 
I don't have a problem with Becky winning. I don't at all. Um, I, I have a little bit of a problem with it being such a quick match. Um, only, only because, only because I, I'm pretty sure Bianca hasn't hasn't had a a loss televised. I don't believe that she's been pinned. Well, she um, was definitely and, pinned. And, and no, I know. And, and and that. And and for that to be her first loss, um, and 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 defeated that way, uh, now now people have thrown other things in there, you yeah. know, saying that you know, oh, it's 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 you know, it's you know, not cool that she used like the rocks finishing move. Becky's been using that finishing move for for almost Ever. three years now. Yeah. Um, she just doesn't use it very often. Um, you know, the, uh, um, the, uh, her, the disarm actual, her, the disarm her is her typical finisher that she uses a majority of the time, but it's not like she hasn't used the manhandle slam. Right. Um, so, uh, but, but people are, you know, coming up with all these things and, and I get it. Um, Bianca was built up as this like unstoppable, you know, person but the the baby face chases the heel the heel came in there if you want to book you know wrestling um if if they want it to 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 have that like real aspect to it yep you gotta you gotta have a match like that every now and then bianca was prepared for sasha banks she didn't get sasha banks she got becky lynch and becky lynch knocked her out and boom, that's what you have. You have a squash. It was match. good story writing. Do you, you understand? Know, it's good story. It's good shit. What's crazy is it? I've seen. Have y'all seen the? Oh, they're doing her the same way they did Kofi thing with. No, have y'all seen not, that? No, they did Kofi. They did Kofi real dirty. But Bianca but, has a rematch. Kofi didn't yes. get white. Kofi. <laughs> Kofi didn't get shit. Kofi okay. also. Kofi also was got a got a bunch of title defenses against. Like Samoa like, Joe, Kevin Owens, uh, like, Dolph Ziggler, and he been beat yeah. Randy Orton, beating those people twice. Yeah. Like he Bianca, had a, Bianca's beating a bunch of like, like Bianca's beating Carmella. Nobodies. Yeah. She she faced <laughs> Bailey like twelve times, and then a bunch of nobodies. Okay, um, but she's she's never lost like on television. So like you're you're building her up to be this unstoppable thing, and then you have her lose in like twenty seconds. Kofi had this crazy great run. Um, and you're, you're trying to build him up, and then you have him lose in like four seconds on the very first episode of SmackDown, and then you don't even give him a rematch, and it's just an afterthought. And this is this is what's crazy. And this is why this is why it's done. That's this is why Kofi's is way dirty. The previous two Survivor Series where Brock Lesnar was the champion, he had great matches with people who who wrestle kind of similar to the way Kofi does. He had a great match against AJ Styles at Survivor Series. He had a great match against Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. Now, mind you, Daniel Bryan is someone that Kofi has beaten during that world title reign. Right. So you're telling me that Kofi Kingston, as built as Kofi Mania was running wild, I would I would argue that he was a top three face of the company during that time. Yeah. You're telling me that he couldn't come in there and not and at least he, have a 10-minute match with Brock? Ten, give, and you know what? I kind of figured something was going to happen because the way the time restraints were set up, their match didn't happen until about 8.55. SmackDown ends yeah. at 9. Yeah. Okay, but in defense of Brock Lesnar on this, 
I mean, he probably could have used Kofi Kingston as a fucking toothpick, and I think I think that's quite obvious. So, no, and I, I agree with that. I agree with that, but I also think I that again, and and they're on Fox. It was their first episode on it Fox was their, again. Yeah. Sports. They were wanting to have more real sports aspect. I mean, UFC this, was just now getting off of Fox, so, so but when they, you say they wanted real sports, they wanted realism. So they seen Kofi Kingston, and they seen Brock Lesnar. They seen Kofi come, wee, and Brock Lesnar was like, ah, crush. All but right, this is man. where, they, like you mentioned, UFC MMA was on Fox, but you squash Kofi for Cade Velasquez. It needs yeah. to be done. I don't. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I know, and Cain Velasquez has one match. He gets squashed too, and he and gets fired. WWE. Um, yeah, it was. It's silly. Um, I think we need to. I think we need to take this into a certain moment very soon. Yeah. But yeah, um, so, so do y'all think Bianca is? And the word "buried" has come up a lot. Do you think Bianca Belair got buried at SummerSlam? No, I I don't think that she was buried. Um, I think that the match could have went longer. There was a f- lot of segments and things that happened later in the show that kept me saying that okay, well this could have been cut out and they could have, mm-hmm. you know, added to that Becky and Bianca match. Um, but- they they could have they could have not even had Carmella come out there and and just had Becky come out immediately. It was that- just a waste. There's just a big waste of time. It was, it was I, in Carmella's defense, I like seeing Carmella come out there in the first place. So, yeah, but, but this is this is the problem with um with I'm the women's division. No, we 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 got it. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> this is the problem. I I don't even you know what I'm with Huck. I don't even have a problem with the match and. Sometimes, and like Tyler says, sometimes you need that shock factor because these people at SummerSlam thought they were going to get this great match between Becky and Bianca, and they got thirty seconds. They got a they got a right hand and a manhandle slam, you know. Yeah. And like Tyler says, sometimes you need that in professional wrestling. But I'll uh-huh. tell you what I was so proud of that the finisher didn't get kicked out of. All right. The finisher, one finisher, actually ended the match the way it was supposed to. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was proud of the moment. I'm good with the moment. I'm satisfied with it. However, I did think you were going to agree with me about Carmella as opposed to the other thing, but I'm still good with everything. Oh, yeah. I, I totally – her new character is fucking – is um, it's, a piece of, it's a piece of cake. Literally, cake. Well, um, what do you think about, you know, if you go through and you look at, you know, the landscape of, uh, you know, WWE, where they're at at this moment, and AEW, um, I mean, do you you see it as as like a, a war? That they got going on right now, um, or do you see? Do you see? Uh, basically, you know, do you still see WWE leading the charge? Basically, 
as long as the WWE is on the is 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 on the stocks, there there's no way that the, the, the too many people invest money into them. As far as as far as what's brought to us on television, SmackDown is leading the way. You can you can you can definitely tell the writers from Raw and SmackDown because it's like two completely different shows. Yeah. As far as AEW goes, I still I don't even think I don't think that they're big enough as far as finances to compete with a machine like WWE. I still see AEW as an alternate. Like, okay, yeah. well, I'm tired of what I'm tired of. I'm tired of let me this match sucks. Let me see what's on AEW or AEW because AEW has wrestlers who who, who botch a lot as well. Of oh, yeah. she botched that match. I'm gonna switch over to WWE. You know, AEW is far the marks, super hard marks mainly, and but they're also getting a lot of uh, of the uh, old school fans that want to see, you know, just wrestling. But I tell you, what's getting like overly too much with AEW, and that is all the shots they take at WWE. Like, just run your product, put on a good product. They need to, they need to worry about AEW and less about... Yeah, but the, worry about AEW. Don't worry about WWE. It's starting to remind me of late WCW, the way they keep taking shots. Like, they had a... Like, WCW yep. had a guy named Oklahoma who was supposed to be a JR ripoff. They had uh, Juventud Guerrero coming out using the exact same catchphrase as The Rock. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's it's like okay, we get it. Well, we we, we have a we have our own ripoff here. That's right, Ryan. Look, I'm not Bobby Lashley anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a second guys we're gonna take a little quick break um we're gonna give you guys a moment with uh with macho hug we'll be right back and now for a moment with the macho hug i've only been ruined twice in life once when i won a lawsuit and won everything that didn't matter Twice when I lost a lawsuit and I lost everyone that did matter. Someone should tell that to the Nirvana baby. Pinkies up, stay classy. Take drink, bitch. It makes a good point. I love the macho hook. It makes a very valid point. I guess I'll feel ever. Uh, most people already know, but this is what's done happen, guys. Spencer Eldon, age thirty now, mm-hmm. says wow. he's suing all of Nirvana. Let me kick it off. It says Nirvana engaged in child pornography when the band used a picture of him naked on the cover of their breakthrough album. Never mind. We all, most of us, I think, here remember that. If you hadn't, then you you better go take music appreciation. Uh, Spencer was four months old when he was photographed by a family friend in 1991, drifting naked in the pool. The picture taken at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center, uh, Pasadena, California. I was afraid I was going to botch that like uh, plenty of wrestling we talked about earlier, uh, would be used that year for the cover of as I mentioned, never mind. Uh, Nirvana's uh, major, major 
breakthrough album and then that helped define the generation x and uh rocketed the seattle band to international fame in the decades that followed mr eldon appeared to celebrate his part to the classic cover recreating the moment several times for the 10th anniversary 17th anniversary 20th anniversary and 25th anniversary even though he wasn't naked it's cool but weird to be part of something so important that i don't even remember he said in a 2016 interview with the new york post in which he posed holding the album cover at 25. now however mr eldon at age 30 has filed a federal lawsuit against the estate of kurt cobain the musician's former bandmates, David Grohl, and I'm going to slaughter this, I know, Chris Novelistic. Does anybody? I know, I'm sorry. Novoselic. Novoselic? Are you sure about that? That just seems so right. I'm sorry. Okay, it seemed well, right. One of us are going to end up dying, if not both of us, because well, I'm we're sure. We're both going to die. <laughs> the metal head, no, the metal heads are coming for us now. The acid rock, they're coming. Uh, Mr. Cobain's widow, also being sued, Courtney Love, uh, among other parties, he claimed that they, along with Giffen Records, which released Nevermind, profited from his naked image. It is one of the best-selling records of all time, with at least 30 million copies sold worldwide. Defendants knowingly produced, possessed, and advertised commercial child pornography depicting Spencer and they knowingly received value in exchange for doing so. According to the lawsuit, which was filed on Tuesday in federal court in California, Mr. Eldon suffered permanent harm because of his association with the album, including emotional distress and a lifelong loss of income earning capacity. The lawsuit did not provide details about the losses and and said they would be disclosed at trial. He hasn't met anyone who hasn't seen his genitalia, she said. It's a constant reminder that he has no privacy. His privacy is worthless to the world. The lawsuit said that Mr. Eldon is seeking $150,000 from each of the 15 people and companies named in the complaint, including Kurt Weedle. The photographer who took the picture, Mr. Weedle, did not respond to the messages or requesting comment, and I probably wouldn't have either. What do you guys make of this? Uh, it Tyler, seems I'm like a quick money grab to me. I mean, the guy obviously was there for all these other anniversaries. No problem to it. Right. Um, and now, now all of a sudden he's got a problem. Um, kind of like... Um, just a quick money grab to me. That's absolutely seems a little ridiculous. Um, you know, I, we, we've all we've all seen the cover. We've all probably yeah. you know bought the album or purchased yep. a song off the album digitally. So we've all purchased child pornography. <laughs> this like, seems to be that, a running that what he's talking about. Is that what he's insinuating? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, right. like, uh, this seems to be a, a running topic on the show. I'm gonna tell you what I think of it. I can see where he's coming from in a sense, but at the same time, you have done, like Tyler said, you have done knowingly celebrated and praised 
this album, uh, these people. And now all of a sudden, it, what it is, is that this generation is very soft. And he sees that this generation, as everything goes on, everybody that gets canceled now, everything that goes on, that he's looking at this, oh, I can benefit from this now. Now I can go out and get some free money and people will look at me as a Me Too victim as well. That's exactly all it is. I think as far as, uh, like, I mean, he had some valid points. He had some valid points, but all those valid points go away when you decide to yep. congratulate the album on its 10, 17th, 20th, 25th anniversary. It, it kind of goes out the window. So it's I, like all of a sudden you decided at age 30, like, well, fuck, I'm going to be an adult now. This was wrong. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Nah. I, I think it, this is close closed. They're not going to get nothing out of it. No, he definitely I, I had don't, somebody don't. in his room. He had somebody in his room telling him, hey, man, you know you're – your, 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 your wee-wee has been hanging out for almost 20, 25 years, man, and you ain't made no money from it. According you know to what? I haven't made any money from it. Low. That's not a factual statement, so don't quote me on that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think this is a case closed. I, I, I'm glad we got to touch on it here. What, uh, no, 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 take that back. I'm glad we got to choice of words. <laughs> Right. Take that back. We'll, move, on. we'll move on. We'll move on. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's move um, it along. Let's keep on trucking. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, our TikTok uh, video of the week. Um, we're going to roll in with that. Um, and uh, a big trailer um, dropped this week, and I, I believe it's now past. It's like the most watched trailer of all time. Um, I, I think so. Um, if if not, it should be. So if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. You're going to watch it again right now. You're going to listen to it. Uh, it's great. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home um, trailer dropped this week. Um, and uh, yeah, let's check it out. Can we just like stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. This is hurting a lot of people. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. The entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? MJ, Ned, I have made should really know. Stop tampering with the smell. <laughs> Happen. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. Oh, man. Bro. That I freaking pumps me up every time I see it. I've watched it probably 25 or 30 times. At sweetness. Least. Let me tell you, dude, uh, I just, I, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? No way. Uh, I've always watched superhero movies. I love them to death. I'm a big nerd, wrestling fan, you know, sports guy. I'm that guy, gamer, everything. Uh, but I mostly have been a DC fan. I've mostly loved Batman. I just recently got in more to Marvel. I, I thank you, Disney Plus, 
for setting the movies up in line for me to be able to watch them all the way through. Uh, I'm super psyched about this. And and Tyler, you explained the multiverse theory to me the other day. A few other people probably don't know that's getting into, you know, Marvel, maybe I'm sure they're still out there, but I'm telling you, check this out, man. Especially if you had seen the original Spider-Man's with uh, Tobey Maguire and you miss him or whatnot, you're ready to see him again. This is it, dude. This is your movie. This is this is what's going to happen. Catch yeah. up on the Marvel Universe as well. You will not regret it. Yeah, I mean, no one knows 100% if, uh, you know, our boy... Yeah, Toby and our boy Andrew from the uh, second uh, trilogy that was going to happen. They only made two of them, but the second trilogy was going to happen. But, you know, the, the, this movie looks so legit. Um, Doc Ock is coming back. That is a Toby villain. Yes. Um, then you have um, uh, Electro. Electro. Um, that is an Andrew villain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then you have the Green Goblin, who's supposedly like the overarching villain, um, who's uh, who's going to be there as well. Um, that's a Toby villain, also. Yep. Um, I, I've heard that you know um, that that it's possible that there's going to you know in the multiverse there's going to be a a a multiverse multiverse version of Ned, um, who is um, you know Peter's best friend in the movies. Um, that, that he could be the, the hobgoblin, uh, Sinister Six, um, possibly in this movie. It's, it's, it's going to be so legit. It, it might be um, the best Marvel movie they've made yet. Um, it comes out um, in December. It's only going to be in theaters, um, which I freaking love because you heard how much I love that Disney Plus crap last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, it's only going to be in theaters. Um, uh, so, uh, I bet Scarlett Johansson's real happy about that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, it's, it's going to be a, a damn good movie. I can't, I can't wait for that one to come out. Um, but, uh, you know, but, you know what else you're going to be waiting for a while to come out? What? WWE 2K22. Yeah. I hear uh, that they're not coming out until March. We're going to try to cover this real quick, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, give me. Give, it's just it's it's it, it's awesome that they're taking the time. Hopefully, they're going to do this right, and not just put two K twenty and add the number two to it where the zero should have been. I mean, I've seen the graphics. I'm I'm impressed just with the graphics alone. If they'll put some something into the storyline, I'm behind it. And and I know you got your own reasons to believe what you do as well, Tyler. You know, as far as we talked about them earlier. Yeah, my my thing is, I, I feel like AEW is going to be dropping their game um, in in the spring of next year, and that's why I feel like WWE will be dropping their game, and that's why they delayed it to to March of 2022. Um, With just so many roster cuts as well on WWE recently, it, you know. Well, and I think they also delayed it. An, another reason to probably change up the rosters um, yeah. is another delay because there's so many people that are they're going to have to remove and change um, with that. Um, so, uh, but but if you're looking if you were looking to get WWE 2K22 in October when it usually drops, yeah, you're not getting it. it uh, they announced it on SummerSlam that it was coming out in March. Yep. Um, and they haven't even announced a, a date for that AEW game, but yep. I have a feeling 
that's probably around the time that it's going to drop, and that's yep. you know exactly why AEW went that route. And your boy will be getting both of them. He won't be making no decision because I like all of wrestling, and I just want to play yep. games, watch wrestling, and that's what we're all about here, spreading the love. Welcome Same. back to the wrestling world, my boy. Welcome back. We missed yeah. you. I miss you too. Uh, you know, it's 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 really good to see you again, Coco. Beware. I missed you, Bad News Brown. It That's was all right, man. I, I truly appreciate it, man. I'm just happy that they finally paid you for being the fifth member of Duck Dynasty. Finally, man. The show's been... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gotta, let's, uh, let's take this thing home. All Man, um, we uh, we we did our first show by ourselves. Oh man! Uh, wow, it's I'm uh, happy. It's over. Well, let I'm me tell you. About, let me um, tell you about my best friends. <laughs> right now, I think I'm gonna go get on some 2K with my two best friends. I had a great time playing, to, uh, being a part of the show again. Uh, who who we do we got any anything coming up? Next? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the next show we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be on uh, September nineteenth. It's gonna be the next show. Our special guest um, is gonna be Stuart Wade. Um, he's from uh, from England, uh, across the pond. Um, he's a, a clinical hypnotherapist. He's a personal trainer. Um, he's a sports performance mind coach. He's also a four time, four time, four time, four time world champion. Uh, in uh, kickboxing and taekwondo, um, he that was sounds he, exciting. Yeah, he was inducted, uh, into the uh, UK uh, Martial Arts Hall of Fame in 2014. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, interview. I'm excited to have him on. Yeah, um, and uh, excited to uh, talk with you guys again and uh, talk some sports and wrestling and and. And, and, and sports entertainment. You can't classify yeah. wrestling. Right. It has to be wrestling and sports entertainment. I, uh, wrestling and sports I, I left, I left wrestling on August 5th, 2005. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Just, <laughs> on that note, guys. CM Punk went to the store. <laughs> 2K22. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for watching. Oh, man.